Nick, how does it feel to have a snake for a penis? Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast Movie Reviews in 20 Cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam Hurley, and I've got a great lineup for you this week. We've got the one, the only, the gingerest of all the princesses, Stacey Gavin. How are you, Stacey? I'm good, thanks, Sam. And we're also joined by Spanky. How are you, Spanky? Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. Cool. So, this week, guys, we decided to do the movie What We Do in the Shadows, a a New Zealand mockumentary about a group of vampires that live together. And it's awesome to have you two guys on here, because we've lived together before. This, you know, there's a lot of similarities between our life and this movie, I think. (laughs) Especially around, uh, I don't know, like maybe the dishes, Stacey. Maybe, you know, you noticed in the movie that the guy never did the dishes. Yeah, I did notice that. And I was, I purposely didn't want to bring that up. (laughs) 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 So yeah, if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, we're going to first run through the plot of the movie and then we're going to give the, um, all the reviews like we normally do and then give our own reviews. So Stacey, what is the plot of the movie? What we do in the shadows. So Viago, Deacon and Vladislav. (laughs) <laughs> say it. Um, are vampires who are finding that modern life has them struggling with the mundane, like paying rent, trying to get into nightclubs, and overcoming flatmate conflicts. Yep, that pretty much sums up the movie. So IMDb have this rated as 7.6 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes have this at a whopping 96%. I can't believe that. That's it's huge, phenomenal. Eh? It is huge. It is a massively cult hit classic movie over in the States, though. So much so that they're making a TV show out of it. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Right now, they're making a TV show out of this movie. With American actors? With American actors, yeah. They're making an American version of what we do in the shadows. They're, like, casting and everything at the moment. Tyke's been taken off. I think he's executive producer or something like that. But it's, it's like, all-time classic. 96% is is all-time classic. Mm. So, like, really? We're both shrugging our shoulders at each other. We just forgot that this is a purely ears-only podcast. <laughs> but anyway, Spanky, what would you give this movie out of 10,000? A square 7,000 out of 10,000. Good movie, but I haven't been hanging out to watch it again. It's not like a multiple watch movie for me, so... Yeah, I I agree with Spanky. It's There's some really good things in it, but just as a whole, it's not something I really need to watch. Um, I'm going to go like 6,222. Shit. Like, I really enjoyed it, but I think I really enjoyed the first 80%, but I'm going to go 7,501. <laughs> it's just over a 7.5 for me, so slightly lower than the IMDb rating. So, if you guys haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review the movie by asking and answering 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. So... First off, we start with 10 all-play questions that we all answer, and then we get into our own personal questions, and then we get into the fan question. And we've got a very good fan question that we'll give a good shout-out to at the end here. But first of all, what we usually start with, the compliment sandwich. We need you guys to name one good thing, one bad thing, and one good thing about this movie. The length, 90 minutes. In the world of two-hour-plus movie features, it's nice to sit down and just get story delivered and finished in 90 minutes. So I thought that the, the length of it was spot on. What's bad? I am not a big fan of the mockumentary-style movie. Mm. thought that they could have done it differently or that it didn't add to the movie. 
And my final thing that was good, as a New Zealander, you're used to seeing uh, recycled, washed-up TV actors um, <laughs> all over all, all over everything. Man, there's a particular New Zealand TV show, Shortland Street, which seems to... They turned up in Lord of the Rings. They turn up, yeah. in, they turn up everywhere. I loved the complete parody of Flashing Life for vampires, which seems com- completely ridiculous, like... Why do vampires need to worry about this stuff? I didn't like Reese Darby at all in this movie. I hated his character oh, and I hated Reese-y. the portrayal of the bossy werewolf. And I liked at the end how Viago married his sweetheart. No, oh, you're just an old school romantic, aren't you? Oh, no, not really. I just was struggling to think of things and it's just ended on a nice note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the six point two uh, uh, re- review is sort of sort of coming out there, isn't it? So uh, struggling to say anything nice. So yeah, I, I love Jermaine Clement's character. I'm a big Jermaine Clement fan. I think he played uh, the character Vlad very well. He was cool. Uh, the thing I didn't like, I sort of the third act for me was a bit like hit and miss. You know, like it sort of run its course as a comedy, and it was trying to add a bit of drama into it. No, I, I don't think I was fully sold on that. But the the thing I liked the most was definitely the scene uh, where they're chasing the guy around the house and they eventually turn him into a vampire and catch him and kill him. For all intents and purposes, it was one long, unbroken, like, shot. When, obviously, like, Taika was using some clever editing techniques. But, you know, just seeing them running around the house and popping up out of nowhere and basically using their vampire abilities. Loved it. I thought that was great. I enjoyed that scene, too. So that takes us on to question number two, which is which two characters from this film would you want with you on a crazy night out you you want your cool guy obviously and and that would be nick definitely you know he got them into boogie wonderland you know the place <laughs> with the light up floor if, uh, the cream to, to, the cream to, of wellington yeah, that, that's it that's it to quote a lord song then you also need the the guy that makes you look good and that's obviously nick's mate Stu, the oh. computer programmer i mean my engineer is uh, probably about the, the third most boring person, but the first most boring person that you, you could meet is, is, is obviously the computer programmer. So um, I think uh, Stu and Nick, that's got the yin and the yang there for me to have a good night out. He'd definitely make you look like you've got a great personality, Spanky. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what about you, Stace? I'd go with Nick because he knows where to go. He gets you invited into bars if you're a vampire. In Viago. Uh, yeah, so I'd go with Jackie. She seems like she's pretty good at uh, taking care of people and doing a good job cleaning up after their mess. And I'm known for having notoriously messy nights out. And, you know, Spanky, you were saying that you want to look good by comparison. Well, in that case, I'm going to take Peter. I'm going to take the Nosferatu-looking dude. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm oh, a bald yeah. man, but at least I don't look... And I'm pretty scary-looking, but at least I don't look as scary as yeah, it. Yeah, you're not You've got a bit of taste in that, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me, Spanky. <laughs> okay, guys, so question number three. What flavour ice cream is this movie? This movie is jelly tip flavoured. Just the tip, eh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got a jelly in my tip into you. Anyway, continue. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Because, just because, lots of blood in this movie and jelly tip's got the pinky red jelly going through it. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. What about you, Spanky? Oh, well, it's an easy one. It's a Kiwi classic. Uh, so just like the movie, a Kiwi classic, uh, Hokey Pokey. Oh, uh, yeah, that fits. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal your answer from a previous podcast, Stacey. I'm going to go with rum and raisin. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> yes, rum and raisin. 
Because this house is quite beige and quite, you know, sort of old and brown and rustic looking. And so I'm going to go with that. Cool. Okay, so it moves us on to question number four. How long would you guys survive in this movie's world? Depends. Depends if my friends were took me to Vampire Slaughterhouse or not. I don't know if would, I should would trust Would we take you to a Vampire Slaughterhouse, Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you reckon kind of seemed like you would. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to jump in there. I don't reckon I'd survive very long at all. I mean, mosquitoes love the taste of me, and that's probably because KFC has coagulated my veins into such this fine, thick, sweaty, greasy chicken mixture that I don't reckon I'd last jack all. I reckon they'd smell me coming and be like, mm-hmm, here comes the payday. You could actually be the meal at the werewolf and vampire party that they have at the end. Oh, well, that makes me feel very <laughs> special, Stacey. <laughs> Oh, if that's Origi- well, gonna, original, if that's original recipe, <laughs> yeah, the bucket in the middle, a bucket is all the werewolves and the Kentucky vi- vampires Sand. going it. Yeah, that sounds great. What about you, Spanky? How long would you survive? I think that actually it's a mockumentary come documentary, so it's the real world, and I'm still alive. Therefore, I'm still alive. <laughs> You've been to Wellington and come back again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You visited your sister and <laughs> came back and you weren't eaten by a vampire. You got it. You got it. Might have even been to the Big Coomera before. Dear listeners, we went down for uh, one of our friends' 21st down in Wellington and we decided to get as fucking blindingly drunk as we possibly could. Me and Spanky drunk two bottles of Jim Beam in the space of 45 minutes at six, no, at four in the afternoon, was it? Something like that. We then went out and decided we'd start giving each other dares. And we uh, were standing in the Boot Coomera when the barman came over and said, How you doing? And we were like, Yeah, two bourbons, please. And they gave us the drink. And I said to Spanky, I dare you to do the, the line out of the Jim Beam man of this ain't Jim Beam. <laughs> so Spanky not only did the line, but picked up his glass and rifled it at the fucking bartender, smashing it behind him. Did you really? <laughs> <But> <laughs> The bartender was like, right, you're getting kicked out. So I was like, well, if Spanky's getting kicked out, I'm getting kicked out too. Right. Moving right along. Never be back there. Is it? Is the bar still operational? No, nah, it's not. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> they went out of business because all their customers were smashing their glassware. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so question number five. What character clearly needs to get laid? Stew. Yeah, that was going to be my answer. <laughs> what about you, Spanky? Oh, it's pretty easy. It's uh, it's Deacon. Uh, when you have to turn yourself into a dog to have sex, um, that's pretty desperate. Like, I mean, I know what desperate is, and and and. Uh, have you considered turning yourself into a dog? I did notice that when you were living with us, you did have a dog costume in your cupboard there, Spanky. So. Oh, that's it, Clifford, the big friendly dog. <laughs> I don't think Clifford gets laid. That's why he needs it. That makes him need it even more. Look at the size of him. What he's sort of a growing dog? A growing dog. He's, he's got very... needs too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And and does he go out on the on the full moon just to heighten his chances? Like, do, do dogs and wolves like cross pollinate? Now you're you're out of out of my realm of knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like my dog sex studies ended about <laughs> five seconds after I realised what dog sex studies yeah. meant. <laughs> Just pulling out of that one. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing again? Oh yeah, question number six. Right, 
What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this movie? So my debate is, as a human, would you still remain friends with your friend if they turned into a vampire? What, just, what was your answer? Did you did you come up to a conclusion on your? No, it's a debate. Thing? It's it's there's always that risk that they could potentially eat you, and then their friends could potentially eat you at any time. It's a very risky situation. It's a pretty high risk mm. friendship. Yes. It and is. sometimes you just don't want that drama in your it's life. Very You'd- high risk. Don't know about the reward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the reward? You've always got friends that are keen to do stuff at night. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. You can't sleep. You know they're going to be up. You can ring them up at four in the morning. And- up to. They're here to up find to. my boyfriend and I can't sleep. It's perfect. It's, they're good. Okay. All right. Cool. There is that. What about you, Spanky? If you're immortal, but your family and your friends or your lover or whatever isn't, you know, and you have to watch them die and shit like that, is it worth being immortal to have to watch everyone else age and die and all that sort of shit? And what happens if you get stuck being old, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my deep philosophical debate that arose in me was how would I go about choosing who to eat? You know, it's like <laughs> like a steak comes out to your plate. You never had to meet the cow. You never got to know the cow personally or anything like that. But in their world, they have to fucking straight up murder someone and eat that person. Yeah, like they like, eat that's live. next level. But it's- just like everything, man, you do that shit on taste. Your taste, well, see, you know what see, I mean? that's where I started uh, getting into I don't like into. coffee drinkers or smokers. Well, or- that's the thing. Like That's where I started getting into it. Because obviously he turns into a vampire at the end. And then I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to, if I have to eat people in order for me to survive, Fuck it, I'm going to be selfish, I'm going to survive. But what if you then eat an old person and they taste real, like, old and crap? You know, like, real... Stringy. Like, fish that's been sitting outside in the sun for a month. Like, it just tastes, like, really bad. They might be, like, really sweet, like a ripe uh, piece of fruit. Yeah, or they might be really disgusting, like a ripe dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Okay. So you don't know just like that because we know what that all tastes like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fuck, you know if you're eating a dog shit you want the fresh ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want ripe ones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Clearly we're getting sucked into this. You know those oh, old white dog shit. Okay, you've been it. drawn into my debate. <laughs> oh. Come debate with Sam. Come oh, Sam debate. Fuck. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. That <laughs> question's run its <laughs> run its course. Uh okay. Which character from this film? would win Big Brother. Oh, we all know that Big Brother's a straight-up popularity contest that's voted on by the people, and we all know who the coolest person in the movie was. It was Nick. He was just the coolest. He got them into the bars. He was cool. He was the cool <laughs> vampire. He wasn't old yeah. and crusty. He was up-to-date. He was in down with the technology. Be like, he you had know, a snake for a penis. Yeah, he had a snake for a penis, <laughs> and he liked biscotti. Yeah, so yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's Nick all the way. See, the thing that you guys are missing here is Big Brother's voted on by the general human populace so by that rationale idiots yeah <laughs> hello humans so by that rationale i'm gonna go with stew the only human character in the film <laughs> i think humans are probably gonna get behind the human and vote for the human to win that's, fair enough that's if stew doesn't get eaten stew's not gonna get eaten in big brother he would because they don't have fresh meat you're throwing a spinner in the works here, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> unless they have like a surprise big brother where they open the doors and there's a whole new set of humans there like yeah, cameraman yeah, or yeah. presenter <laughs> yeah. Or... yeah yeah that'd be quite funny eh? or they might just drop in humans like you know when you go to a 
wild animal park and they feed the lions by dangling a piece of meat. <laughs> they might dangle in humans over the walls. Legit would start watching Big Brother if they started dangling <laughs> humans into a fucking house. Yeah, and vampires were on it. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, there's a reality TV show pitch. Stacey Gavin, as soon as this podcast finishes, we're jumping on a plane to Los Angeles. <laughs> You tell me normally my ideas are crap. Yeah. I'm, I, normally I haven't drunk nine beers before I do a podcast. Yeah, but this one, I think this is very realistic. Like, this is possible. We just need to get some vampires and away we go. You're onto a winner there, Stace. Question number eight. Which subplot from this movie would make for its own awesome spin-off movie? Oh, it's got to be Jackie. At the end, Jackie gets turned into a vampire and uh, I love you, but I am your master. So I just think that there's like scope for her and to have to, to have like the the vampire head of the family and the the rest of the uh, the family are still humans, the kids and everything like that, and she's just like being the boss, bossing them around, you know. I'm gonna go with the Beast. So the Beast is a character. It's Vlad's ex lover, and she's introduced very late in the movie, unfortunately. Because I just think that she'd be up to more interesting stuff than just worrying about chores and who's done the dishes and all that kind of thing. She looks like a proper serious vampire who she would have like some she hobbies. Knows how to party, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the two young girls. They were two young girls that had been turned into vampires at like about sort of twelve, thirteen, like quite young. I, mm. I so I'm just going to point out now. This is a somewhat well-known fact amongst people that are close to me but anybody that's aged between the ages of five and 18 i can't tell the difference <laughs> uh, no you can't from, tell the difference no, between a five-year-old so, no, and okay, that's too broad. From uh, <laughs> mr judge i just couldn't tell the age difference it's like a known fact <laughs> i thought i was selling alcohol to an 18 year old but it was a five-year-old and they were wearing sunglasses which means i can't that's recognize the other them thing. If, if somebody's wearing sunglasses i can't recognize them no i think it's more between the ages of two to twelve I, I'm past, you know what I mean? I've got real... Between two, two It's changing, it's ever changing. Okay. No, I'm telling you, I, no. can't, I can't spot a kid's age. I think what you're Keep... saying is between like 8 and 12. Yeah. You can't tell the difference. No, 6 and 12. I'm going 6 and 12. Because I don't know how, how old those girls were. One of them could be... One of them could be in 8, 19, one of them could be in 5, 6, 7. I don't know. No idea. No idea. I think you had it right the first time and you're now overthinking it. Yeah, probably. Right on. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Asahi. If you want to get drunk and talk shit on a podcast, drink Asahi. Okay, so question number nine. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie? <laughs> He's going to be a bouncer at one of the bars. Real, like, sleazy with slick back hair. And they don't get let in. Thank God, because who would want to go to that bar? Well, there's vampires and there's Nicolas Cage, and there's <laughs> Nicolas Cage as a vampire. I think it's probably a pretty natural thing to assume that he's probably one of the head vampires. Like, Yeah, I'm similar lines to you there, Spanky. I can imagine being, him being basically the head vampire. Flies out to New Zealand, we see him at the end, where they're all at the, the undead convention or whatever, you know, they're having their little party. I can imagine seeing him there. And quite interesting, there's a photo floating around on the internet of a soldier from the Civil War era, I believe, but it might not be 100% correct. He looks exactly like Nicolas Cage. So there are some people out there at the moment who honestly believe that Nicolas Cage might actually be a vet. (laughs) 
So moves us on to question number 10. What would be the porn parody name of this movie? My porn parody name is How We Do It in the Shadows. <laughs> How cute. I'm going to top you there and go, Who We Do in the Shadows. What do you got, Smanky? Who We Do in Both Holes. <laughs> uh, we've got a winner. <laughs> yeah, if porn par- giving porn parody names was a full-time day job, um, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're missing your calling, bro. You've got to move out to Los Angeles and start renaming some of these movies for the porn parodies. So anyway, guys, that moves us on to the personal questions. Spanky, you're going to start us off with your first set of three questions. Vlad describes his uh, vampire style as dead but delicious. How would you describe your vampire style? I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to say Interview of the Vampire. It was a very famous film from the mid-1990s. I don't think I've changed my dress sense since the 1990s. Yep, that's right, Mr. Cargo Shorts. My vampire style would be bloody awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a really yeah. funny answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A good okay, so um, actually most of these actors, uh, relatively unknowns at time of uh, casting, suggest a recast of these people using Hollywood actors. Well, the vampires at least. So I'm going to go for the main three. Uh, straight up Deacon is going to be Steve Carell. Uh, Johnny Depp for Vlad. It's just, it just writes itself, basically. Viago, you need someone who's a bit soft and a bit of a pansy and can play it quite well. Hey, Emma, I'm looking at you, girl, and I'm going with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recast this movie with all female. Holy Net shit! Vampires. Oh, internet! Oh, yeah. internet's gone crazy! In the oh, no. yeah. Keep your hands off my... Uh, that's my childhood deal raping. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to use the trio from Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. This is me pretending to be every nerd boy that gave a shit about this. Anyway, yeah. We need to up our ratings, so, you know, we need a bit of controversy. So Kate McKinnon, Melissa McCarthy, and Kristen Wiig is who's going to be who? Vampires. I'm going to go. Viago is going to be played by Kate McKinnon. Oh yeah, yeah. A little That's a good choice. Bit different spin on the character, I think. Vlad is Melissa McCarthy. Oh yeah. Because that would just be really hilarious. And Kristen Wiig is going to play Nick, the like human turned vampire. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, good choice. Real, real good choice. Okay. When the cops visit, uh, after a bit of a ruckus in the house, um, they, uh, <laughs> about, apart from uh, apart from pointing out a lot of uh, unsafe things about the house, so obviously good pragmatic Kiwi police officers, they, uh, <laughs> Vlad, also, Vlad, Vlad states that they really don't want the cops in the house sort, sort of unwelcome like Christians in the house. So who's unwelcome in your house? Generally... Cats are highly unwelcome around our house. Oh, they're high on my list. That was high on my list. Good pick there, Stace. What's your reason for that? Well, you just don't like cats. I reckon, Good pick there. I reckon I you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with people that are trying to sell you shit. And in particular, probably isogenic salesmen. Probably Herbalife. You know those multi-level marketing dickheads? I mean, I get enough of that on my Facebook, but if one of them showed up on my door saying, you could lose 10 kgs in five days and, and make all your friends hate you when you try and sell them shit. <laughs> yeah. Do they actually sell door-to-door, those people? I wouldn't put it past them. So that moves me on to my set of three questions. Now there's a subset of vampires living in Wellington, but let's kick it back to our home city here, Tauranga. What subset of mystical creatures could you imagine living in Tauranga? 
Well, we live in a very nice little coastal beach town, so mm-hmm. it makes sense if we have mermaids and mermen living here. That's a very logical choice. What about you, Spanky? Well, yes, we do live in a nice coastal town, and it has a lot of Irish pubs. And I suspect strongly <laughs> that there's a stuck of leprechauns uh, <laughs> around. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that based on the number of Irish pubs, uh, leprechauns. See, I think you guys are missing an obvious answer here. We've got a ton of fucking retirement villages. So that's why I was thinking mummies when I wrote that question. And zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, moves me on to my next question. If you were a vampire, would you go around telling people about it? Basically, Nick does in the movie. He goes around telling people. Would you guys go around telling people? Nah. You wouldn't want bragging rights down at the pub? I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Keep me on Skype. I'm a vampire. (laughs) Well, based on our previous answers, you'd lose all your friends because they'd be worried about you eating them. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. (laughs) I I reckon that's uh, sort of something like... uh, that you keep under wraps, perhaps like a STD. <laughs> <laughs> this one hell yeah. of an STD, Sandy. <laughs> well, it's only a matter of time before they find out when you can't go out during the day and over, you know, five, ten years, you don't age at all. Oh, come on, though. But, like, you know, now, nowadays of the messenger generation where you can just bail on people at the last minute, you know? Yeah. I'm sick. I'm sick two minutes before you go to play something. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. I can't make it. Yeah, Why? that's right. No, no reason. That's it, that's it. <laughs> cool, so question number 16. So in this film, we get treated to a scene where they hypnotise a couple of humans into thinking there's biscotti as worms. Or when that doesn't work out, that your penis is a snake. He's all got snake for a penis. Snake for a penis. What about you guys? What would be your prank that you'd do on people? Flipper for hands. And I think just like as they were going to pick up their beer or something like that. So they're like, like a seal type of thing. Okay, maybe they don't make the noise and I just put it in there for dramatization. But you, you get what I'm talking about. What about you, Stace? What would be your hypnotism prank? Well, I really liked how vampires don't have reflections and they use that to their advantage for their own mm. entertainment to do little reenact Pac-Man in mm. their mirror. And I think that would freak humans out if they sat down at the dining table and there's a mirror in the background and there were no reflections. That'd be pretty scary. Freak me the fuck out. What yeah. what, if, what if their reflection was Nicolas Cage? Oh, <laughs> it'd be even worse. Okay, so that finishes my set of three questions on to Stacey. Hello, Stace. All right, so... The, in the mockumentary, Viago in particular is trying to sell how cool it is being a vampire, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the cool things oh, you can do. So what's the coolest thing about being a vampire? Flying. That for me is awesome. I love to be able to fly. They don't seem to use it enough, eh? They just use it sparingly. Mm. I know, because you can only fly at night, and everyone knows that flying at night's like sort of risky with power lines and shit like that. <laughs> and then... um. And then, like, it's, like it sticks out a little bit, you know what I mean? So yeah. so the obvious answer for what is coolest is actually hypnosis, because you can use that without flying into power lines, obviously. <laughs> Spanky watched Jessica Jones and saw David Tennant's character was like, yeah, that guy's the man, I want to be him. <laughs> well, he still didn't get Jessica Jones, but, you know. Well, he did for a while, but yeah. That's true. All right, good answers, guys. So vampires have to eat humans, right? Yes. So... Which one of your friends would you definitely not eat? Okay, and I don't actually know if I've got 
um, any, any friends, friends, any friends <laughs> like this, and 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 it's and it doesn't and it doesn't seem obvious because like they love to tell everyone what they are. So I'm just I'm gonna say it. I wouldn't eat a vegan because there'd be no nutritional value. A vegan would be the vampire equivalent of lettuce, just filler, <laughs> like like all water with no nutritional value. So I definitely wouldn't eat a vegan. But come on, people, you need a salad every now and again with your meat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, just like no protein, you know, like I probably don't eat all that many salads either. I, I probably wouldn't eat a meth addict. <laughs> Fair call. I wouldn't want to be up for fucking days after I eat someone. <laughs> Give you really bad indigestion and stuff yeah, too. More, yeah, more like. Because you can actually fly, you'd literally be bouncing off the walls if you're a meth You might not be able to go to sleep during the day. Exactly. You'd be up all during the day. You'd be a nightmare. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'd just get one of your vampire mates to lock you in your coffin. Yeah, and then you're bouncing off the coffin walls for fucking 12 hours because you can't sleep. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, no meth addicts for me. Thank you. Okay. Nope. That's where I draw the line. I'm not going to eat a meth addict. (laughs) Okay, my final question. What do you guys do in the shadows? I do Stacy. What about you, Spanky? <laughs> I do Stacy too. Yeah! <laughs> Did you guys plan that? No. 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 But I'm very happy with how it's turned out. <laughs> so much so the wedding's off. I think. <laughs> stuff. I stuff. Can I do stuff, you know, like things. <laughs> yeah. I take really long showers in the, in the dark. That's my thing. I call it Sam time. <laughs> Sempty time. <laughs> cool, so that takes us down to question number 20. Now, we had a lot of good fan questions in this week, and I'd love to read out all of them, but we've got to pick our favourites. So, this week... The winner is Regan of the NZGG podcast. Thank you very much, bro, for submitting this question for us. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, cool, man. Hope you guys' podcast is going well, and uh, yeah, it ties in well because we usually like to finish on a question that happened roughly around the end of the film, and in this case, it's perfect. So at the end, we see Taika Waititi's character has turned his geriatric love into a vampire. She seems pretty okay with it, but how gutted would you guys be if you had to spend eternity as an old fogey? Yeah, pretty gutted, to be honest. Eh? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no amount of Botox and facelifting and stuff probably, uh, you know, really will uh, get rid of all the wrinkles. So uh, you're just going to have to suck it up and live with that shit. So not not so good at sucking it up. Uh, so I think I'd probably just be mopey for a good couple thousand years. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's it's not the optimum age. Like if you had a choice at which, t- at which age to become a vampire, then you're probably going to pick a younger age. Yeah, you, you just, yeah. We've got a universal mm. answer on this. Mm. I suppose the only good thing is that get to choose when you want to die. You know what I mean? Like, because you can, you know, go sit out in the sun or something like that. You can actually choose how you end your life. <laughs> hey, that could happen uh, to me. <laughs> yes, well, when you date a ginger who catches on fire every time she goes out in the, into the sunlight. Yes, that's correct, yes. But anyway, mate, congratulations again, Regan, for winning the prize this week. The prize this week was Nicolas Cage reciting the alphabet from the movie Vampire's Kiss. Brace yourself for this, Stacey. It's amazing. What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, 
know your alphabet. <laughs> what did she say? You do you know, know your, your alphabet. alphabet. <laughs> so there you go, Regan. I hope you enjoyed Nicolas Cage reciting the alphabet from the film Vampire's Kiss. That's a good prize. That's an amazing prize. So, as usual, we finished the podcast with a trivia round. Stacey's decided me and Spanky are going to have a showdown. Uh, she's going to read out the questions. What me and Spanky are going to do is we're going to write them down on our phone and then reveal them at the end to show that if we've got them right or not. The guy that gets the most questions right is the winner of the What We Do in the Shadows trivia round. So, Stacey, hit us with the first question. Okay, question number one. What was the second bar that vampires were invited into once Nick became their friend and van- and was a vampire? Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. Yes. Okay, you both get a point. Name and artist of the opening credits song. Brent McKenzie. Brent McKenzie. What? You both had the same answer. Yeah. yeah. No, wrong. The opening credits song was You're Dead by Norma Taniga. Oh, good old Norma. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, hell. She's an American folk and pop singer-songwriter, painter, and experimental musician from the 1960s. Don't even have to start, Stacey. We know who she is, man. We're that cool. <laughs> hey, that's but right. I think this is relevant. So uh, the reason I wanted to bring her up is because she, in the 60s, she had a hit with a single called Walking My Cat Named Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly one of us finds that funny and the other two are just... Ghostbusters, my cat! <laughs> anyway, I just asked you that question because I wanted to tell you that. <laughs> okay. One each, one all, yes. heading into right, the right. third question. Okay, give me the total box office gross this movie made in across the US and New Zealand. What currency? <laughs> Let's just, let's just guess what she's got just, down. Just a number. It doesn't matter the currency. It makes a difference. No, it doesn't. Well, what are you going with, Spanky? Two million. Forty million. Bow, 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 bow. Although, Spanky's getting a point for being the closest. Oh. Grossed two million in New Zealand and 3.4 million in the US. So, two points Spanky, one point Sam. Oosh. Question number four. What common household items were used by Viago and Nick when they were playing a game in the mirror? What do you got, Spanky? Teacup and lamp. <laughs> You're thinking about earlier in the movie where he shows you what in he does mirror. in the mirror. But, yeah, I'm talking about a specific scene where Nick and him are playing something in All the right, mirror. I fucked it up. So what? <laughs> yeah, yes. I got it wrong as well. I had teacup and teapot. No, it's a lemon and a handkerchief. They're playing Pac-Man. Oh, oh. fuck, of course. <laughs> That's right. Spanky, you're still on top with two Spanky points. Oh. Leading, going into the final question, Sam's still on one. Mm-hmm. So... How many pages of script did Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi write? You're going to go with the closest number gets the point. 40. 130. And Sam gets the point. It was 150 pages of script. Minute a page, bro. Minute a page. Really? Yeah, that's the fucking Hollywood standard. Wow, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of nerdy trivia. Okay, so we're down to a tiebreaker here. To all. Lucky I've got an extra question. This film was nominated for a number of different awards. So can you tell me how many award wins this movie had? Four. Four. Oh, how the fuck am I going to judge this? 
Both, How many was it? You're both really wrong. 25. Well, I was closest. <laughs> that, oh. It's true. He was closest. Oh. That was so <laughs> bullshit. No, that's, that's I'll one. claim my bullshit win. <laughs> Yay, I win again. I yeah. am the greatest. Well done, Sam. You need to go and pick up your trophy off Kahu, don't you? Yes. Uh, considering that we made a rule that you can do anything you want to that trophy and... I probably don't want it back. <laughs> don't know what Kari's been using it for, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, have uh, you guys got any final thoughts that you'd like to add to this movie? Any, any sandwiches that didn't get fucked? Is there anything that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, heaps of sandwiches. Yeah, heaps I, you reckon. Yeah. You clearly haven't been paying attention to what I've been doing while we've been recording this podcast, babe. <laughs> no. We're pretty harsh, really, but it's still a good movie. It's, it's, still, it's massively it's cult still classic a good, and it deserves it's the, the... still a good movie, so go and watch it. Yeah. yeah, I agree, and it's what we said at the start. There's some awesome parts in it, and awesome elements to it. So, yeah, you'll cool. enjoy it. So, I'm going to do a quick shout-out to a couple of podcasts that I've been listening to recently. Uh, you would have heard me guest on the Countdown podcast. I was on there recently for their Black Panther episode. Pretty proud of what happened there. It was a good little crossover episode. Uh, also going to give a shout-out to another podcast called The Tasteless Podcast, which I came across recently where a girl from America reviews a, two sets of movies, one that she thinks objectively is better than the other one. She sort of takes a theme about them, and one of the ones that she did recently was um, a musician trying to make it, and so she thought that the Britney Spears film Crossroads was better than... Fuck, what's that drumming movie? Whiplash. Yeah, so she thought Whoa, Crossroads was better than Whiplash. <laughs> No, 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 no. She's fucking trolling. She's trolling people. Set off as fucking New Zealander. That's her aim, isn't it? That she is goes against popular opinion. Spanky looks like he's a bit. Uh. Shoot himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I, li- I like people that take a different slant and a different take on uh, podcasts. So she's quite good. Uh, we mentioned the NTGG podcast. They're a podcast that started down in Christchurch where they talk about all things nerdy. They have a little theme to their shows about like what their favourite Marvel movies were and stuff like that. Uh, they're pretty good. I'll give a shout out to them. like to support fellow New Zealand podcasts. Once again, I would like to thank my two co-hosts. Thank you so much for coming on. Spanky, it's been great to do a podcast with you before you return back to the middle of nowhere and fade into obscurity. <laughs> oh man, the, the movie Black Hole that is the Solomon Islands. Jeez. A- hey, hey, we've got the latest movie. The Matrix. <laughs> oh, oh man, there's definitely some pirates uh, there, and the movie qualities aren't fantastic. But uh, it was nice to watch some movies and actually podcast one with you guys. So yeah, it's uh, been great. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah, it's been great. And thank you, Stacey, for flying back from Australia and coming straight into doing a podcast up past your bedtime. Do you look like you could be a vampire? That's good. You're looking. You're looking <laughs> yeah. a bit dead there. Yes, I feel like it. Anyway, that is thanks for me. Thank you. See ya. Thanks and good night. I think of it like this. If you were going to eat a sandwich, you would just enjoy it more if you knew no one had it. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast. This is... Ah, that's what she always said. Are we humans or vampires? <laughs> Once is in, you've caught, bro. Oh. Not an oral podcast? It is, actually. 
Do I need a reason? Can't we just have some short answer questions? Is when seals clap, it looks like a guy trying to masturbate. When they played, oh shit. Hang on, let me read this. When they played, oh shit. (laughs) You're in the shadows, I can't see you. It's what I do in here, I fuck sandwiches.